Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the first episode of a video version of this podcast. Uh, I'm Stu. I'm Michael. And today we are going to do some blind taste testing of beer. Yes, indeed. We have no idea what these beers are. They have been selected for us. Yeah, by our kind partners. So it's time for a good drop. Cheers. Cheers. If I can open it. Yep, so we um, we don't know. What we do know is that of the six beers we will be taste testing during this show, two will be low range, two will be mid range, and two will be high range based on advertising and... Uh, and local knowledge by our partners. Yeah, and local knowledge and things like that. And we will say from all of this whether or not... We feel like that's accurate. We'll we'll be the judge without any bias because we don't know what it is. Let's do this. Let's uh, let's pour oh. these out. Yeah, pour it properly. Yeah. What kind of bartender are you? Ooh, this is a dark beer. So, because we can't see, I can't see into this one. So we're just gonna have to guess at how much we're actually pouring. So straight off the bat. I think that this one that I'm pouring is a porter or a dark ale. Um, and I'm guessing that the other one is a lager of some description. So we, which are we doing first? Mm, so let's let's start with the let's start with the I don't know. Do we want to um, <laughs> let's flip a bottle cap. So dark is dark, light is light. Light is light. That nearly went in the drink. <laughs> it nearly go in the drink, but it didn't. And it's light, ladies and gentlemen, at home. Lights. And we got a one up there. So yep. here goes. What do you reckon? So definitely a lager. Yeah, definitely smells it's like a lager. It's got that lager smell. Not bad. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not really sure. It's definitely, it's a bit bitter, but not mm. a lot bitter. A little bit hoppy. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it doesn't have a lot of flavor to it. Yeah. But it, it, Will go down easily on a hot day. Yeah, I, I'm guessing this is mid range. Yeah, I don't know. Mid, it's, lower mid. Yeah, it's, it, it's it doesn't taste bad per se. It just tastes. It doesn't have a lot of taste. Yeah, like there's, it doesn't have the the undertones and complexity that you would expect from a from a high end. So it's definitely not high end. Mm. But yeah, it's it's hard to know if it's low end or mid range like low lower mid range yeah not sure uh it could be german it could be a german beer that's true they do they do a lot of very good lagers yeah and a lot of range as well uh yeah i don't know it's it's, it's not bad mm. it's a it's a tough one i'm yeah. i'm not sure so what we're talking about now is number three. I'm not sure what number three is now. Obviously, there's no numbering on on this one, but we'll we'll get to that. Yeah, after we've finished these ones. Yeah, mm. definitely definitely a lager, a uh, a pale lager, possibly German, 
possibly a German beer. It doesn't have a lot of fizz to it. No. So that tends to be more of a European style. Australian lagers have a lot of fizz in them, I've yeah. noticed. Yeah, very true. The aftertaste is interesting mm. in in it's this one. There's, almost like a meaty aftertaste. Yeah, like there's there's something to it in the aftertaste more so than in the body of it as you drink it, I mm. think. Yeah, it really makes me curious. I mean, I think I, I'd like to definitively put this into a into a category before we move on to the next one, but I'm not sure I can. I think I need to be... It, it's a hard one to pinpoint. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to suggest that this is a, a mid-strength. Not a mid strength, a mid mid range. Not not expensive, not cheap. It's definitely got more more to it than a cheap beer would. Yeah. Yes, no, you're right. I, I, I am thinking yeah, because I wasn't sure, but I think mid, I probably lower mid range, but Yeah. But, but mid range. Let's talk about the bottle as well, because that is also a clue of how like of the quality of the yeah. beer. And the uh, green and it's the tall, skinny bottle, which usually usually means a premium, a slightly fancier sort of a beer. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's not the stubbier kind of bottle. Hold it up for the camera. Uh, it's a a pop top, not a twist top. Yeah. So so although that doesn't really mean much, it not not although, anymore. But I think still that puts it towards the middle of the, the range because yeah. the majority of the lower price range beers do seem to be twist tops. Mm. That is true. That is true. So yeah, that definitely. I yeah. Let's go middle of the range. That one. Yeah. Well, I'm. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. No, because I I was I was torn, but the more we've thought about it, I have to agree. Middle. Yep. Middle. Middle of the range. Okay. So, beer number two. So we have a. It's a dark beer. Black, very, very uh, black. So it could be. It could be a porter. It's not dark enough to be a stout. I don't think it could be a porter. It could be a black lager. Could be a black lager, which would mean it is definitely a premium beer. I mean, from the smell of it, it's definitely made with, uh, definitely with black malt. Like, yeah, no question. Like, kind of smells like Vegemite. It does kind of smell like Vegemite. It's got that strong yeasty, black yeast fla- flavor smell to it. Mm, the flavor is really subtle. So definitely not yeah, a stout. But I, I think I may have actually had this recently. Ooh. I think I know what this is. Oh? I, I could be wrong, yep. but I think that it's uh, Monteith's Black Lager. Oh, yeah. So that that's a that's a high end. That's a high end, yeah. I, I think that that's what this is. Uh, it's definitely, I'm, I'm sure it's a Black Lager. It's because, nice. Yeah. Like, I was expecting a lot more to it than than what is there but you know it's 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 quite subtle uh, a dark drink i was expecting more to more to be hit in the face by flavor like a like a stout yeah but <clears throat> no it's it's nice i like it mm, if i if i hadn't recently had monteith's dark lager <laughs> i probably would have had the same expectation as you yeah but after i smelt it and right. then tasted it. It it has that familiarity. I mean, it's because it was it was on sale at our favorite bottle shop, so I so had. So why to, not? Yeah, exactly. You, you'll probably find a case of it at home. <laughs> <laughs> so what I forgot about is that it's very hard to drink this amount of beer in this shorter period of time to keep the podcast and the video moving. It's it's a challenge. Yeah, we we kind of need to. <laughs> 
talk, drink, talk, drink, talk, drink, back yeah. and forth, back and forth. And uh, so if this ends up being relatively dull, ladies and gentlemen, we apologize. Not not as profusely as we might, but we apologize all the same, because this is mm. our first time videoing, as those of you who are fans know. Yeah, we've we've threatened to do it many times, but this, <laughs> here we go. This is number one. Uh, so, yeah, we've got a, mm. a MacGyvered setup because we're experimenting. Yeah, so we're 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 playing around with with the format yeah. and how we make it and giving strong consideration to the beverage which has a really nice aftertaste, I I must say. Mm. It still has that little little bit of Vegemite to it. Yeah, there's there's those definite hints of using black malt that you know is undeniable. And I'm yeah, far more certain of which which category this would fit into than what we were drinking before. I mean, mm. the bottle is the same shape. We've got the right-shaped bottle for it to be mid to premium, and then yep. the fact that it's probably a black lager and probably Monteith's black lager. <laughs> so, yeah, everyone listening along at home, though, remember that I thought this was probably Monteith's black lager. <laughs> <laughs> and Wait. if I'm wrong... Feel free to, you know, email us going, ha-ha, you were wrong. <laughs> I knew what it was all along. It's nice, though. I don't know if I drink it all the time, but it's it's nice to try. It's yeah. not an unpleasant flavor. Yeah, I, mean, I, I went through a bottle a day, I think I had when I bought the six-pack, which, you know, only lasted three days because of <laughs> not drinking it by myself. Don't drink alone, ladies and gentlemen. No. Have you have a friend around for a, a weekly podcast? Yeah. <laughs> Yes, drink with a friend. That's and record it for posterity. I'm really keen to find out what we actually had, and whether we were accurate in our guesses or not. Mm. Because we've we've learned a lot over the last 43 episodes. We and, sure have. And I don't know whether we've made good judgments or not. Yeah. So let's. Who um, knows? Let's do the reveal. All right. So let's start with. Oh, you got him. I'm going to open the envelope. Envelope, the origami envelope. Open in the envelope, and we'll find out what number three was. Number three. Okay, number three oh, was a Cronenberg. Cronenberg. 1664. Right, so it is a high end. It's an import? It, it is It is an import, yep. It's from France. Cronenberg? I thought that was Germany. No, well, apparently it's from France. I'll be damned. And there's, um, as you all can see here, there's some research on the page, <laughs> and um, it's from France. Her girlfriend's great. Yeah, and uh, she's done a lot. Apparently, recently graduated master brewer Jerome Hatt opened his first brewery and uh, brasserie in uh, Cannon in Strasbourg, and that's that's in northeastern France. And the area is famous for its location and has a strong, rich gastronomy and brewing heritage. Hmm. And. Uh, Oh, so the, the the brewery that was produced in was actually opened in 1664, which is why the beer is called Cronenberg 1664. Makes sense. But is it a lager? Uh, so... What's its alcohol by volume? Oh, well, that I don't believe is... That's not listed. That's not on the page. What? There's, there's history on the page <laughs> telling us about... Telling us how great this beer is. Yeah, and how Cronenberg 1664 moved to Britain in 1952. Interesting. Mm. 
And uh, for the f- yeah, it went to 1952 to celebrate the coronation of Queen Elizabeth II to the throne. Right. Yeah, and that led to it being imported to other countries around the world as well. Mm. And in 2005, it won the International Brewing Awards Gold Medal two years in a row. Nice. All right. So definitely a premium on number three. Definitely a premium. Right. And we have the dramatic unwrap to find out what this one is. It is. You guessed it, Mickle. Monteith's Black. Monteith's Black. <laughs> I knew it. I knew that was Monteith's Black Lager. Let's, uh... And we can now read from the label uh, I can't to say what it is. It is 1.4 standard drinks. Uh, 5.2%. Dark, full-flavoured beer. Doesn't actually say whether it's a lager or not, but it's—I'm pretty sure it is a lager because it's—it's mm. it's not a porter, no, and it's not a stout. No, it's got that clarity that a lager has. Yeah, um, Monteith's is a New Zealand brand mm. established in 1868, according to the bottle. Yeah, and I would guess, based on what that beer is priced at at our favourite bottle shop, mm. that. It was purchased with the intention of it being a mid-range. Okay. That's that's my guess. Yeah. I mean, unless we're completely wrong and that's the mid-range and this is the top <laughs> end. But when but, I when I we... purchased this from our favorite bottle shop, yep. it was a very good price. It was $14 for a six-pack. That's that's really good value for a craft beer. Yeah. But I don't I'm know technically, I don't think that beer. is a craft beer. No, Monty's like it's, is it's not in the craft enough. section, right? Well, that beer is coming back up. Yeah, it's, it's the bubbles. It effervesces. Right. So, be sure to tune in next time when we talk about part two. Yeah, with uh, our next two blind taste tests and reveals. Mm. Looking forward to them. So, yeah, hopefully we get the high end ones this time. Yeah, so uh, as as always, we are a good drop all about alcohol on iTunes. Apple Podcasts. I don't think it's called iTunes Oh, that's anymore. right, Apple Podcasts, yes. Yeah. Uh, we've got an email address. Send us one of those at or to a good drop at gmail.com. We love everyone's suggestions and uh, drink requests. We do. You can of- find us um, on your favorite RSS feed, of course. Yeah. Uh, we are a good drop all about alcohol we are we're on podbean.com we're on podbean and you can also find us on facebook we are a good drop podcast and uh as always we are on our own website agooddrop.com.au yeah don't don't forget that one don't forget that one and don't forget to tell your friends that they should start listening and if you don't want to wait a week for the next one find us on youtube because this is on there, the whole thing, the whole in one go. Thing, yeah. For those lucky people that want to jump on YouTube and have a and have a look at who we are. Yeah. Oh if, wait, I'm not doing video. Anymore. Yeah. If 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 you're impatient and you don't want to wait it out and you want to find out straight away what happened and you want to see a different edit because we've edited this differently for the podcast. Hmm. Yeah, we condensed it for the podcast because people like it short. Yep. All right. Let's uh, let's end this and wait up for round two. Yeah. So until next time. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>